Welcome back to Rad Dads, a podcast where I, Micah Sherman, interview some of the coolest dads I know who have a big heart for their families and an even bigger love for Jesus. Today's episode, I have the privilege of interviewing a dad of a blended family who has a huge heart to serve those in his community. Our verse of the episode is brought to you by Isaiah 4031. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Grab your coffee and let's get started. All right, welcome back to Rad Dads. This is uh, season two, episode two. Um, so if you got a chance to listen in to Jeff Hamilton and learn about Dad Academy, um, that was a good time. And if not, give it a listen and let me know what you think. Um, and today we are on our uh, second episode. So we're going to get right into it. Want to uh, really looking forward to interviewing our guest here today, a guy that I've known for a bit um, through through church and uh, going to share his story. So Manny Medina, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, so Manny, um, what's going to happen is I'm going to give the uh, kind of scouting report to introduce you who you are. And you can confirm or deny if any of it is true or false, all right, or embellished maybe, um, and uh, we'll go from there. Sound good? Okay, yeah. All right. So here we go. So Manny Medina, you were born in Anaheim, mm-hmm. California, yeah. all right, and uh, your uh, dad was actually the chief upholsterer at Disneyland. Is that correct? He was their decorating department foreman. Okay. And he's a master upholsterer. So it's kind of like a master carpenter. Okay. But in that field, you know, doing antiques at a whole nother crazy level. Yeah. He he was pretty talented. That's crazy. And then did you get to like ever help him with that? Yeah. So backstage at Disney and all the things like that. Wow. That's cool. And watched his creations and pictures and things that, um, he's created that were part of Disney history now. Wow. That's cool. Um, and, uh, you just kind of some, your work background, you've worked in aerospace film production. Um, and you've also started a business with your wife, Donna, um, or originally it was Manny's carpet and upholstery. Yeah. Not anymore though. Now it's changed to IES Interior Environmental Services. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on your shirt right there. So we're valid on that. <laughs> and uh, you can't you, deny that. Yeah, you can't deny that. And uh, which deals mostly with flood damage repair. Yep. That's it. Okay, cool. Did I miss anything for your work background? No, no. Awesome. Good, good, good. I'm on, I'm on a roll. Uh, and then something I like to do, Manny, is I've, I've done, I've reached out to your family and uh, ask them to describe you in three words. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of pepper that into our interview. Um, say a couple of them first, and then uh, we'll, we'll ask some more questions. So uh, Jeremy, um, he mentioned that uh, you were empathetic, you were compassionate, passionate and creative, um, and a pain in the butt. I did have to edit some words yeah. there, but uh, Bryce mentioned your intellectual courageous and trustworthy and JJ or Jonathan, uh, that you are loving, creative and fiery. How do you feel about all those words? Yeah. Kind of describes me. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like it's accurate. (laughs) Good. Good. Cool. So we'll get more. We'll go back to some of uh, the other family members and how they described you. Uh, but if you could just now and turn the table, 
if you could describe your family mm. in three words, what would you wow. say? So, boy, my wife, we'll start with her. Is that, and you're talking immediate family? More like or... your family in general. Oh, if you could okay. describe the family yeah. in three words, what would you say? Yeah, um, it was funny. So, um, and, and this isn't to be depressing or anything. No, was that's right. I was reading a book and uh, it was asking me to give three adjectives oh, okay. for, for my dad and my mom. All right. And I thought my dad, you know, he was angry and he was very elusive. You mm -hmm. couldn't really talk to him. Okay. And then um, and there was a few other things, but I remember creative was the last thing. My huh. mom, she was lonely and she was, mm. you know, isolated. My dad kind of made sure that happened. And then creative okay. so so there was some but there's some sweet things in there sure. with my totally. mom and then it's my dad <laughs> was really faithful at supporting the family working okay and i think the alcohol just kind of messed that up sure. because of you know that dynamic uh, being um yeah in in that situation raising six of us yeah and um through that i was the last of that six kids so i mm -hmm. was a little rebel so pain in the butt, fiery. <laughs> right. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll take that. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I grew up the baby of the family, baby of six kids. So okay. I had to figure out things because they were all older and baby doing their things. Kids, they were already often from from high school to college to whatever mm -hmm. they did. And so I was kind of left to my own demise. Sure. So, um, yeah. And then um, my immediate family with Donna, she's just an awesome wife and, and she's... She takes care of us. She, I tell people that she's the glue that holds us together. Mm -hmm. And my daughter-in-law, Bryce, one of my boys, his wife mm -hmm. is the one. She she brings us all together. Mm. And Donna like keeps us together. Oh, that's good. So there's some really good, neat dynamics that right. I have with my kids and mm -hmm. grandkids and Donna and I, you know, being in that in that place right, right now where we're working with the grandkids okay. a lot and hanging out. So, no, I'm I'm a very blessed man. Awesome. Cool. Well, maybe you can go into just kind of describing your immediate family, what it looks like. Um, I know you have a very unique story of, of meeting Donna and uh, yeah, maybe you could kind of start there and describe how that all began. Yeah. So I was a single dad with two kids when, uh, when, when Donna and I got together and she was a single mom with two kids. And so I was just praying, you know, wow. Okay, she's really cute, but you know, didn't know where she was at in life. And long story short, we got together and the rest is history. So we've been married 30 years. Yeah. And so the kids were, I think they were five, six, seven, and eight when we got married. Okay. So it was, you know, my daughter's the oldest, then her son, her mm. oldest boy, JJ. And then um, Jeremy and then Bryce oh, is funny. the baby. So oh, they all fit together. Yeah, <laughs> one after another. And and they're all a year apart. Mm -hmm. So it was really kind of nice um, raising them together because they, they all had like the same cartoons and the same mm -hmm. stuff. And it was really kind of a sweet time where we've had our ups and downs, but, mm -hmm. but it was really, it was really nice that they were cool. close in age. It just helped us in parenting. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Awesome. And, uh, and then w what would you say? So that's a little bit about your family. Um, a blended family. I got to talk to your wife and she is, he, she said that, uh, um, it's been called actually the blender also. <laughs> Do you feel like that's pretty accurate? Oh yeah. On high speed. 
I, I always thought it would be interesting to to get a, an artist with that kind of vision to to get all of us and all of our faces with this ah face mm -hmm. and then plaster it on the edge of a blender and a finger going <laughs> high speed where we're all like ah because there were times that it was like that and, sure. and all of us were going through our own stuff mm. and then trying to support one another because my kids went from um, Donna and I wanting them to go to church and youth group mm -hmm. and the other half said no. Hmm. So we had that battle right. and that was a real tough battle. So they would come with an attitude and then leave and you see the Holy Spirit sure. work and you're like, okay, there's hope. Yeah. And then they'd come back. We have them 50, 50, you mm. know, so they were, yeah. So it was, it was, uh, yeah. Blender family. That's yes. Pretty accurate also. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, what was, what was it like, um, just kind of initially bringing two families together? It sounds like parts of it just kind of fit pretty well. Yeah. Is that how kind of it all felt like, or was there a little bit, was it hard bringing two families together? Yeah, it was tough because you've got different ways of, of, um, um, from discipline to, um, how you just do life, mm -hmm. you know, well, we don't do that here right. or, you know, well, well, my dad always does it this way. Right. My mom always does it that way where my grandma, you know, and different you've got standards all of these, different homes. Yeah. yeah. And so I felt bad for the, for the kids because that's pretty confusing, very hard, mm -hmm. you know, for them. So right. I had a lot of compassion for them and because they're just like, how confusing is that where, where even at times there was hostility towards mm. Christianity sure. on the other right. end. And then mm. they'd come and go, well, my dad says that's silly. Mm. And then you're like, okay, wow. How do you, yeah. how do you deal with that? Mm -hmm. So you, you take them on long walks and you sit and try to talk to them if you can and mm -hmm. try to pull some of how they're feeling and how they're dealing with life from school to homework to, you know, social life. Right. Okay. Man, yeah, that's a lot. Um, all right, so I'm going to go back to the kids. Uh, so Liz, your daughter-in-law daughter mentioned uh, describing you in one word, Bezalel. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Have you ever heard of that character before? Mm -hmm. Oh, this is going to be good. So Exodus 31 uh, says, he, he reminds me of Bezalel. Highly gifted with skills and creative craftsmanship, but first filled with the spirit of God. Dad shows up with faith first and trusting God to provide, and then he adds it to to it by putting in the hard work day in and day out. That teaches us how much strength and success we can achieve when we embrace the two, grace and grit. A lot of people struggle with one or the other, but looking at dad, he harnesses both like Bezalel. Wow. And I believe that he was a character in the Bible that um, was almost the artist craftsmanship that uh, yeah. was blessed and gifted to make the tabernacle because the it sounds kind of that yeah kind of i'm pretty genre. sure it's that character so that's that's i that's a but very the name you know you, you probably read it and go right past it right yeah exactly the... so that's the first time nice. i've ever i've ever heard somebody be compared to that which i think is very accurate knowing you um so that's pretty cool um so so comparing first coming in to a blended family uh manny and kind of how it's changed throughout the years. Um, how, I guess, how has it changed throughout the years? Um, and just being a dad in a blended family. Hmm. I think as the kids have gotten older, um, 
you know, it's changed because no one's obligated to come here and say, hi, mom, hi, dad, or, right. or call, hey, what are you doing Saturday? Mm-hmm. Do you need help in the yard? Yeah. Or, hey, dad, I got these two tickets to an angel game. So now it's just because it's not, it's more than a friendship, but yet it's kind of cool because mm-hmm. it's just, you know, we're all just hanging out. We do stuff. Right. My sons will have poker tournaments until one in the morning awesome. and my wife's like, okay, it's time to go. And we're just, Hey, we're so having so much fun. Yeah. So now it's kind of fun. And my daughter and I are making some creative, uh, you know, gardening stuff in the cool. backyard with cement and, yep. uh, and doing some artwork. And so now it's kind of, you know, all those years and all those tough years in the valley, you know, where yeah. there was some really sure. bad stuff. And through trauma, walking them through the life's trauma, I think now that's why they trust me because they know me. Right. And you've you've been around for a long time and stayed around yeah. and been consistent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which sounds like I feel we don't often think about how consistency and just being there is yeah. actually one of the, like the most important things. Yeah. You don't have to have the, the best words, <laughs> but just being there uh, can make the biggest impact, which sounds like you you have done a great job at, Manny. Um, fantastic. We'll keep moving on. Uh, what have you most enjoyed about being a part of a blended family? Huh. Um, you know, it, it's like adopting kids into your heart that, that you never thought, like you never knew, like, like there was an adoption that took place like when I came to Christ, right? Because my family was pretty jacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was left to my own demise. Um, and then now in Christ, I'm, I'm now in, in, a, in a family situation where I got a dad who really loves me and, and just awesome people around me mm-hmm. in community at the at church. Sure. And then when these kids came in, I just, you know, to watch them go through life, good, bad, and ugly, um, I had an opportunity to speak into these great kids, mm-hmm. you know. So my two stepsons, Bryce and JJ, it was it was awesome because unconditional love just goes a long mm-hmm. way. And even when there were times where it's like, you're not my dad, I don't like you right now, I'm going to tell you right. and I'm going to act I'm going to act out like that. And I just have to go, well, you know, they have a tough, tough job of navigating this yeah, thing. So right. you got to have compassion for that. Mm, so you yeah. got to give them that. And mm. it's like, you couldn't just say, oh, you know, don't disrespect me, yeah, you little right. punk, you know. Which I'm sure was hard not to say too. <clears throat> you know, yeah. And I, and then maybe I had, but I don't think so. But I mean, my attitude could have been, you know, <laughs> reflecting that. But I, but I really, my heart's desire wasn't to go there, mm. you know. Yeah. Have you seen your, speaking of your heart, have you seen your heart like grow and change throughout that process? Uh, I guess as a dad in that? Uh, yeah. And, and, and this, I don't know if it even has to do with step parent. It's like you adopt a child into your heart and you just, it grows and grows and grows. Mm. And so when they go through hardships, sorry, I yeah, get yeah. emotional, right. but when, when you're walking them through those valleys, um, and you're trusting God got me through a valley, maybe similar, mm. different, but yet you walk them through and on the other side, you just see the hand of God's grace and his mercy. 
And yeah, I just, and then you take those moments and those, no one can ever take that back. Right. That's a testimony. No one could ever, Mm. that never happened. Right. Or whatever that was Mm. in the past. Well, yeah, it was, but it was a stepping stone to the next thing that caused us to really trust one another, love one another, Mm -hmm. or there was broken trust that in time another wall hit sure. and then boom, we worked it out and mm-hmm. got through that wall of distrust or, you know, isolation or whatever that looked like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been, yeah. So I guess my heart just grown more and more and then you have grandkids yeah, and then you're level. like, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> and, and these are, you know, grandkids that are step, but there's never, that's never even right. a part of our language. Right. Totally. My grandkids are my grandkids, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of that thing. So I think my heart's expanded even more and more to where it goes off into a space where now the, we're just having a blast with the grandkids. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. And do you feel like, and it's probably just, it's different, but do you feel like it's easier now as they're adults? Is Is it, just different, harder, easier. Um, it's funny. My my mom goes. <laughs> she goes when I when you and I. I don't know how old I. I was probably thirty years old, and she just said, "I I thought when you guys got to be twenty, my worries were over. Yeah, I worry about you all the time. Right, you guys right. are driving me crazy. <laughs> so I know that um, there's times there's worry and stress that I may bring onto myself that's really theirs or mm. their burden or their you know cross to right. Um But I think it's it's over the years I've I've just been standing there going I'm here for you hmm. and well let's put maybe maybe my son and his wife his, their marriage um we're here for you hmm. we get invited into that inner circle when they want to talk mm-hmm. about something you know how do we deal with this how do we plan for right. this how do we love like this um and what does the word of God say? You know, we get invited into those moments. So as they get older, yeah, there's a lot of stresses, probably, you know, just watching life, you know, losing a job, going through right. t- turmoil or trauma. You kind of, you know, you. but I think we've grown into a space where it's not our burden to bear sure. and it's not for us to figure it out. But I think just being there and my, and, and it's cool because my stepsons, um, they really trust me. So when they wouldn't call an aunt and uncle or another family member, right. they'll call me, you know, mm. and say, Hey, I broke down or, Hey, right. can you help me out in this situation? Mm. Or what would you do if this happened? So that's kind of sweet. Right? Yeah. The more they it's mature in Christ or we mature in relationship, right, yeah. the, the better it's sweeter it gets. Cause mm-hmm. now it's just all icing on the cake. Sure. You yeah, know? Yeah. And I know a lot of people with adult children that are causing a lot of havoc in their own life and they come and try to live with mom and dad, you know, mm-hmm. and they tear their house apart. Right. Gratefully. And thankfully my kids have never done that. Sure. They've just been really respectful coming yeah. into our space and trying to right. bless and then going out and doing their their own thing. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, but there's times where we're just, Hey, in the middle of moving, you know, if you need a place to stay for a month or two. Mm So, so our door has always been open, but we, but we, we make a framework for our kids, um, that we plan. So 
when that child comes, if there was that space where they needed to come stay with us, there's a time limit. Sure. And then there's, they know there's boundaries right, within our right. home. For everybody's you own know. health yeah. and wellness. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so when that time comes, there's no misunderstandings. Totally. We've talked it through, prayed it through, and we've set a plan. So that's what's cool. And the older they get, they just respect and honor that sure. with my wife and I. And right. so, yeah, so it's, it's a sweet time right cool. now. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. All right. Back to one of the kids and, and all the kids, Donna said I could incriminate you. So if you're <laughs> listening to this, she, she gave me the permission. So here we go. So Kara, uh, she mentioned when I think of dad, I think of how I just thought he was, um, against such a pain in the butt growing up. <laughs> Honestly, there's no warm fuzzy sugar coating dancing around the bush with him. I hated that growing up, and now I'm an adult looking around at the sad state of our country that it's in, and I'm thinking, man, I'm so grateful. You didn't raise me to be a pansy. Not healed me, hated it, healed me, praises God for it. His convictions, his standards, his zero tolerance for crap, I thought it was mean, not at all. As he grew as a leader and father, how I grew as an adult to heal from my own things, it's been a beautiful season of discovering our father-daughter relationship in a new way. Dad's not a wimp by any stretch of the imagination. He's one of the strongest men I know in a world lacking of strong men. I'm thankful Mm -hmm. my dad is one. That's nice. God, you'd think I paid him off. Right? I know. They came in clutch. Yeah, they... they, they, uh, Spoke straight from their heart. Uh, so here we go. Next question. Um, where do you feel like you have seen um, God's hand woven through your family story so far? Um, are there maybe kind of some bigger pillar moments that come to mind? Um, or just in general, how do you feel like you've seen God's hand woven through your story hmm. and your family? You know, I just... You know, when you, when you think of trials and tribulations and the character it brings and, and then, you know, growing from them and, and just having four different personalities, you know, and trying to figure out my stepsons Mm -hmm. and then, you know, them trying to figure me out, just like Mm -hmm. my daughter said, you know, I was like, Oh no, that's not going to happen. You're not going to date that guy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, while I'm around, she would, she would go to her mom, sure. you know, if, if she can get a different answer. Right. Like so, every kid. <laughs> and Exactly. So Don and I, Don and I were, were really solid. So I think one of the cool things woven into this was they saw a marriage where my, my boys were conspiring to do something and they were going to ask mom, right. which they knew it, I would, I would say no. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, mom's going to ask dad if you've asked him. Mm. And then mom's going to stick up for dad. And then mom's going to support him. And they are a unit. They are one. Mm. So do not go there. They knew. And they, and they, (laughs) they knew. And and that was my daughter, um, you know, saying that because, um, you know, she, she had seen that play out so many times. And so I think woven into this picture, um, over the last, we've been married 30 years, um, is just God being faithful to my wife and I, and us being a unified Mm. fortress where they, they're like, uh, you know, you, you can't, 
you can't pull one over on these guys. They, they pray. And my daughter would go, yeah, my dad prayed. My dad prayed. There was this one story where, where she was um, going to Disneyland and, and uh, her, and I, I think it was like six friends. And she said, um, you know, can I go to Disneyland next Thursday or whatever? And I said, um, let me pray about it. She goes, pray about it. Like <laughs> you're kidding me. Right. And I go, no. And I think she was in junior high and I said, no, we're going to pray about it. Mm-hmm. So the day, I don't know, a day or two before they were to go, I had a dream. And right. in that dream, I knew the boy's name and I knew, and there was six people and one by one, these people walked out of the parking lot. And the only two that were walking to the front gate was this boy. And I knew his name. Okay. She had never given me his name. And then it was the, the two of them. So I go, no, you can't go. And she goes, what you prayed and God told you that you could. So she flipped out. And, and it was the boy's name. Yep. Wow. And uh, so she, so from that story, she yeah. knew, she knew we were praying for the kids. We were unified Mm -hmm. and we wanted a holy standard and not that we were walking, you know, on, you know, water or anything like that, but, but it's just, we, we, we wanted, you know, a standard of living. And when you walk in this home, you talk like this, act like this, you love and you give and you serve. We made them, we had two services at the time at our church and they had to serve one and, okay. and then Attend go to another, a service. Yeah. So we, we tried to train them in that way. So we always had that mix where, you yeah. know, we had community to take care of and we take care of one another. Cool. And so I think in all that is just, you know, they, they always felt comfortable. There was a marriage here. Right. We're on yeah. the other ends they, they didn't have that stability. Sure, right. So they, that, you know, for them to refuge in a place that was safe throughout mm-hmm. their, you know, and to be able to do that for my stepsons, we, we weren't always the closest, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, they knew the stability of sure. this marriage and how I treated their mom mm-hmm. and then my kids, how she deal. treated me. Sure. So when the kids see that kind of interaction and they go like my daughter's, <laughs> They're unified, like they totally yeah. love each other and you mess with mom and you're going to have to deal with dad. Right, right, right. You don't want to deal with dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's so special that to know like really the biggest thing you've seen God do is is solidify you guys. And, and what, I mean, those, your kids, that's what they needed was to have yeah. stability and to have a united front of mom and dad yeah. that no matter what happens and where they go, they know when they come back to your house it's it's mom and dad together as one yeah. one unit yeah. and one yeah. word yeah absolutely um, which is which is awesome <clears throat> cool um to those uh to those dads maybe moms parents who are maybe beginning into a blended family what kind of pieces of advice would you give them hmm. pray Pray, pray. Um, and that's one piece. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I I think just being open to community and and um, and having some people that you could bounce, you know, this this hope and wish we want to get. You know, hopefully, maybe they've already been married. If you're already married, sure, um, that's fine. But 
but even prefacing that step of getting married, you know, talking to people, you know, how did you navigate that? And what are the pitfalls and and what's going on? You know, having community and having elders that, that have been there, done that is really helpful. Right. And then, so you already got married and you're dealing with some stuff. It's, it's just kind of nice to know that someone else had been there sure. and someone right. else has, has gone through, you know, that, that whole, you know, rebellious teen hormones, whatever that mm-hmm. looks like. And, and then the step ter- parenting part of that kind of, kind of heightens that mm-hmm. already, you know, tumultuous situation in their minds, in their bodies, in their souls. And, and so, you know, you're not my dad or you're not my mom, you know, my advice to, to, you know, anyone going into, um, this honoring situation, because what an honor I, I got honored to be a step up. Yeah. So to go in with eyes wide open and, and being able to sit with people who have been there and just, just get their story and just sit with, you know, people that have the wisdom who have, you know, come out on the other side alive. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> the kids came out yeah. alive. They that's had to do the miracle. Right. They had to do something right. <laughs> uh, that's the miracle when the kids survived this. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I think it would just be, you know, really, and then really, praying for those children that you've um that that now you're blending this family with asking the lord to you know give you such a love for them that you could adopt them in your heart like god did Mm -hmm. when you came into the body of christ you became family right you know and so to become family they they know you know because because we've seen it in in a, in some other family members with having to go through the blended situation, um, how they would tell us how oh my stepmom doesn't like me or mm. my stepdad doesn't like me mm. or I'm not the favored child so I get the leftovers and right. hearing those stories just break your heart. Right. But when it's it's an even playing field, if dad's gonna bust your chops. He's going to bust everybody's chops sure. just equally. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, and, and there's a fairness there to where we love them unconditionally and we discipline them the same. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the same as far as taking away, you know, TV from one kid. Sure, isn't different know, things the, work for different di- kids. Yeah, that, yeah, so different things work different. But what I mean is there's a, there's a, there's a, a value there that, that is an equal we we all have been disciplined the same Mm. way dad never favored this child and really leaned in on him sure and gave them all the you know right grace and cookies and sugar Mm -hmm. and and spanked these guys and put them on restriction right as long as that consistency is there and you've adopted them in their heart i think they know you you know when people are genuine sure right yeah do you I'm just curious, like, do you, was that ever hard? Like, you know, you, you had, um, your son and daughter, and then, you know, you have these two new sons. Was it hard to love them all the same initially? Um, yeah. Hmm. Did it take time? I mean, obviously it took time to probably that love growing, but I guess, was it hard to like treat them all the same to start out with? To start out with. I think we were all kind of um, 
it was the honeymoon stage, you know? Sure. So the first couple of years, everything, you know, yeah, everything right. worked great. Cause we all, all we all had, we, it was, it was all new. We all had hope, right. You know, all the brokenness sure, of, yeah. of, of the divorces and all this mm-hmm. stuff didn't start pouring out until, you know, you know, then the kids were right. five, six years older and then, and then all the back and forth and sure, all those things yeah. happen. And then, yeah, because my kids I raised and they, and their similar mindset sure. as me. Right. So it was kind of easier with my two, mm. my stepsons. I had to really navigate that carefully because mm. I really had a, at certain moments in their teenage years, pushed them away. Mm. I didn't mean to push right, them away, right. but it was just like, now get a grip and mm-hmm. i would say something or do something mm-hmm. and my wife would just go, let's let's sure, go let's right. go let's go talk about this mm-hmm. and donna would just go okay you know that's not he really didn't mean to do that right. and this is what he's going through at school and and he's really mm-hmm. struggling with his grades and so when he said or did that thing so it was good because my wife and i have a great relationship and mm-hmm. so that really helped right to have a godly woman on yeah, my she, side. You she know? gave you context on yes. things that you might not have known. Yeah. As you're not their mom. Yeah. You know? And yeah. And and I'm not the, their paternal sure. father. And right. and so I'm trying to figure them out mm-hmm. and going, why would someone do that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Something that's just so natural to me, mm-hmm. it doesn't come natural to them. And stuff they did that was natural and in which I now go, that is beautiful. Mm-hmm during their teenage years, it's not so much. Right. And now as an adult, you're like, God, that's great that we're not the same. Mm. And all those differences pull this together as a blended family in a, in right. a good way. Mm-hmm. Cause that, that blendedness is like, you don't want to marry yourself. Right. Right. So, right, yeah. so, <laughs> so, you know, with all those differences, there's a beauty and there's a canvas mm-hmm. that is pretty colorful. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think about there's a Tim Keller quote that talks about marriage specifically, but it says, you know, marriage is to make you holy, not happy. Mm. And I, I think that's probably has to do with family too. Like yeah. family is part of that sharpening, molding, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, sanding, uh, which you can relate with as somebody who's really good at crafting things to to make you more like Christ. Yeah, um, yeah. So, it's helped chip away the old man. Sure. It yeah. still is yeah. and still will till right. the day we die. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and thank you Lord for that. Right. He's making us like Jesus, but it's not, it's not always easy. It's not always easy. Um, all right. I'm going to get a couple more. So your grandson, Elijah, now he had lots of adjectives for you. Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> Here it is. All right. Hardworking, positive, loving, respectful, obedient, thoughtful, friendly, honest, confident, trustworthy loyal and uh, enthusiastic and then he just added i can't put the i can't put it into a few words because there's so many good positives about papa wow right who are these kids i did pay them a a couple yeah good thank you just a little bit um and then i thought i'd end with uh with donna's words for you um so donna mentioned that you're loving and trustworthy and faithful Manny provides a lot of strength and security for me and our family. I love him for that. Um, and I'm gonna give you one more question and then, and then I'll close this. But if you could give your younger dad self any advice, what would you have said to him? 
How much time do we have? Right? <laughs> um, wow. You know, I, I think it would be gleaning from some of the older saints, you know, just gleaning from some of those, you know, old saints that I thought, you know, maybe didn't have uh, a, and, and I don't even know why I, I didn't, but, um, and, and maybe it was my family when I would actually go to like my older brother, when I was going through a divorce, he just goes, well, saw that coming. See you later. Uh, and, and I wanted to talk to him and he just slammed the door in my face. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, so I think I was kind of jilted a little bit there because I, I didn't really reach out to a lot of people cause mm-hmm. I would find doors close sure, more sure. than open. Right. But if there's open doors, I would say to the younger me, you know, really explore and, and just see, you know, what do you, you know, what are my skill sets that I could bring into this parenting thing with mm-hmm. parenting two kids? I have no idea who these little people right. are right. and they're going to live with me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, how does that work and how does this thing play out? And, and I think I just like was just, in, in my young, vigor, adventurous self, which praise the Lord, he's just going to, everything's going to work out great. Yeah. Married a godly, beautiful woman. Right. Everything's going to pan out just fine. Yeah. And I just went into it. Um, really it's optimistic, optimistic but... to, to a fault okay. in a sense. Yeah, not, I mean, I mean, it, optimism is wonderful and great, right. but right. It, it it's just, you got to go in real and you got to go mm. in at least knowing you know, that there's, <laughs> there's, I need some help. And, and when there's those valleys and those dips, you know, what, you know, who do I go to and do I have a support base, you know, and, and just, I would tell myself, you know, glean from the older people, make sure you have a support base that of people that you can trust, that you can go to, because mm-hmm. this is not going to be easy. It's not for the faint hearted. Right. I'll right. tell I'll just step right. here is not for the faint hearted. Yeah. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Anything else? No, I, no, I can't think of anything at the moment. Cool. 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 Um, well, thank you, Manny, for, for getting to share your story. Thank you for letting me share the story with all those who are tuning in. And I just want to honor you as well. Um, as a friend from church or brother from church, a couple things I've noticed about you, you know, you have a, I mean, anybody that knows you knows you have a huge heart for evangelism. Uh, wherever you go, you want to tell people about Jesus. I think back to, I think it was Christmas time and we did um, some caroling down the street. We were in a neighborhood that you, I don't know if you'd had ever been to, but anybody we'd stop by, we'd all start leaving and then you'd stick around and chat with them a little bit and just see if the Lord would open any doors. And you just have a natural passion and gifting for that, that uh, um, I appreciate a lot. Um, you're always wanting to serve those around you is so evident we have gotten to serve with you, uh, um, with serve some people in the church with you. Um, natural mentor, full of wisdom and experience, uh, and just a very humble and very hard worker. Mm-hmm. Um, your kids can speak more to this, but I've gotten to see that also through church and different ways we've gotten to serve mm-hmm. each uh, serve with each other. So I just want to say thank you, and mm-hmm. um, it's super, super. It's been super awesome to have you on mm-hmm. the show. Well, I'm honored. Yeah. Thank you so much for having. Me. Yeah. Would you mind, uh, Manny, if you uh, prayed out for, just for any? Um, dads that are listening or moms or family that's that's, uh, tuning in. Yeah, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this moment 
that we could just share our story. And Lord, we're just so grateful for what you did in our life. And when I look at couples going into a um, blended family um, or a, a second marriage, it's it, there's so many things they bring into the mix. And Lord, I know you could work all things um, for good and to your glory. And Lord, I just pray that as people come into this space now and they boldly um, join into the, the blended family um, situation, Lord, that, that they'll be humble enough and wise enough to just be able to get the, the love and care they need to be able to raise these children in the ways of the Lord and with communities surrounding them, with people that are trusted, that are wise, that are mature, that are caring and loving enough to do what my wife did when, when I was misstepping. She gently brought me um, just great wisdom and love and, and caring words because she loved her children. And Lord, you do more than we know. So Lord, we just ask that that those who have heard uh, our little bit of our story um, can glean something from that and have hope for the future because Lord, you want to do great things and you created us to give you glory. And Lord, we want to give you glory in our marriages and in our families. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was episode two, and I gotta say, woohoo. Thank you to all our listeners out there. Feel free to leave a five-star review if you like the interview and follow Rad Dads anywhere you listen to podcasts for your listening pleasure. Hope you enjoyed your time with us and we will see you in a couple weeks in the coming episode of Rad Dads.